This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Hey, it's the... I'm right up on Free FM, RFM, and MPR. As always, I'm Gradient live on Skype. We got Josh. Hey. Uh, to open up the show this week, you know, last week we talked about all of the matches at NXT Halloween Havoc, and now it is time to run down those results because the landscape has changed for the black and gold brand. And uh, I guess the first way to talk about is that women's division because uh, Gigi Dolan and JC Jane. Uh, from Toxic Attraction, are your brand new NXT Women's Tag Team Champions. Much to no surprise on this uh, staff. Very glad that this was the outcome. Um, you know, I was I was audibly very happy when, when my girls ended up winning. Um, you know, 99% of the outcomes from here I would have been happy with, but I think Toxic Attraction holding the titles is, is only going to be a good thing. It made sense. They've, they've been building them as the most important uh, tag team in for a little while now, especially mm. since the tr- transformation in the NXT 2.0. Um, so it makes sense to put them over. It was time for Io and, uh, and Tony Zoe. Stark or, and Zoe Stark to split up. So it makes sense, especially since we really didn't need another reign for Indy. Mm-hmm. Because it wouldn't have made as much sense as to put just put the title back on her, even though she has a different partner this time. Yeah, it was. There was a couple of things from this match to talk about, like the match itself. Um, there was a few rough landings from Zoe Stark. Like I haven't seen an injury update um, from her post this Halloween Havoc show, but there was some real some real rough ones um, all around, to be honest, throughout this match. But even though Toxic Attraction came out. The winners with the gold around their waist, I feel like we still have to talk about um, Persia Parada, Indy Hartwell's tag team partner, because she came out as as a beast in this match. She was basically tanking 1v4 uh, for a good chunk of the match. Um, it was just towards the end that she was able to be kept down and uh, Gigi Dolan climb up the, the ladder to pull down the titles, but Parada got a really good showing on this match. So yeah, it was the... These have the matches in NXT can do more than one thing, which is something uh, some companies seem to forget that tag team matches can can in fact uh, profile more than just the winning team. Like maybe somebody you want in the future build. I don't know. That's a thought. I'm gonna ignore the slight uh, underhanded comment and just feel like you know, obviously what happened. Uh, with the women's championship, which we'll talk about in a second, um, may change that a little bit. But, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw Persia Parada, um, earning her way up the card in that women's division and, and taking a place near the top of it. Like she's got that, that unique look. Um, as long as she can, she can go in the ring and she's safe and, uh, is perfectly fine with that. I could see her, 
ascending in NXT 2.0. Definitely. Um, I mean, it's like uh, some we'll talk about when we get to the main event. Mm-hmm. The uh, there are a million different directions that they can go with each and every one of these ladies that was involved in this match, including the new tag team champions. And so, it, uh, with the air of like change that is whipping across WWE as a whole because of the draft, it just there's just a, it, it's so, such a wonderful time. It's almost like there's a big event coming up in a couple months that is that signals. Hey, it's the most important time of the year for WWE. <laughs> yeah, um, we are six months away from uh, WrestleMania now, so this is sort of like I guess the halfway point. But it, it is always big events around every corner. You know, WWE announced their 2021 pay per view, uh, sorry, 2022 pay per view schedule as well. If you want to sneak peek at all of those dates and all of the events that are coming up next year as well. Uh, we're back to two year WrestleManias, a lot of shows on Saturdays, uh, bit of surprises here, there and everywhere on that as well. Yeah. The shows on Saturdays, I think maybe the most, in, uh, biggest and most important thing, because I think that may be a clue. They're about to do something they haven't done in 27 years. Alrighty. We'll get back to NXT. Go, go with what you got. How about a show? In the UK, a pay-per-view, mm. a major one, not just some random one like Insurrection. I mean, something like SummerSlam, Survivor Series. But there's one I'm not going to mention because it'll never happen. <laughs> yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see how they go forward with these. Um, it seems like, you know, most of the big five, if you want to include Money in the Bank, um, were listed as Saturday. There was a couple... Um, tbds in there as well that were listed as maybe saturday or sunday um it's hard to tell what direction forward they're gonna go with with these days personally i prefer the saturday pay-per-views just because in new zealand that means they air on sunday uh which means i have the day off um versus the sunday ones that air on mondays uh and i have to pretend to pay attention to work while watching them um so saturday works better for me for the for the pay-per-views for sure definitely a lot better than thursday for me that's, That's for sure. Especially Thursday at horrible times. I, I feel like I just have these vague memories of waking up at like 3 a.m. on a Friday morning in New Zealand. I don't know, man. It's all a fever dream because all I really remember is the fact that we have a brand new NXT Women's Champion. Uh, Raquel Gonzalez has been dethroned. Yeah. And it was not, not by the, the uh, actions of the winner either. Well, Mandy Rose had to cover her well, for the one, two, three. Yeah, yeah, it was because there apparently is going to be a fourth member of Toxic Attraction. Yeah, I'm not 100% sure. Um, like, uh, originally I was like, oh, oh, maybe we got a new member here when, when a hooded figure comes out with the, the shovel. But it seems as though it's more a case of we're not finished with Dakota Kai versus Raquel Gonzalez. Now this time That's- the title's not in the scene. Yeah, that's possible. But don't you think you'd rather have your girl in that faction? I can't have all my girls in one place. <laughs> that's okay. You have Indy outside of it. That's true. Indy's outside. Um, <laughs> had Raquel not lost the title here, that's what I was talking about with Persia Parada. I could have seen uh, Parada versus Gonzalez as a big match, but, you know, short term, 
Dakota Kai versus Raquel Gonzalez is going to be the chunk of a feud. And Mandy Rose is our brand new Mm. uh, women's champion. Yeah. um, Actually, I think I figured out what they want to do. Shoot, go ahead. War Games. Yeah. Uh, We haven't really had a hint of War Games just yet. So, who knows? So, And we now have these four ladies, Toxic Attraction plus Dakota. And then you have Raquel on the other side. Yeah. The question is, is who can Raquel manage to gain to form a team with? With that won't that doesn't somehow hate her guts because she was just so dominant. Yeah, there's a few people I'm sure she could pull on her side um, to bring together a team of four for sure. Yeah. So yeah, I think there's the this was the beginning of the War Games build up. Which would probably be the takeover right before Survivor Series, if I had to really guess. Yeah, I believe War Games is usually uh, on or around Survivor Series weekend, from memory. Uh, so that was that's the women's division. Obviously, some big shakeups there. Toxic Attraction holding all three of the women's division uh, belts. But let's also talk about the tag team division. Um, because we got new champions in that as well. Imperium did manage to knock off MSK and walk out with those belts. Eh, I'm fine with it. Imperium, uh, I think we were talking, uh, it's like, it felt like it was time for MSK to lose it. Not big fan that it was Imperium that yeah. beat them, the team that they beat for the titles. But there are a lot more options for Imperium as tag team than simply just, uh, than MSK's pretty much run the gauntlet of what they had of it so i'm fine with it plus it gives us the option for gargano and uh, his son-in-law <laughs> to form a tag team and go after that title yeah that's that's all i'm hoping for that's the the bright side of imperium winning as you say right the alignments are now correct for gargano loomis uh to make a run and get those nxc tag team championships yeah so that's definitely um that's definitely a bright side uh I personally, I think I would have much rather if we were going to go with Gar- the Gargano route, uh, the way route. I would much rather have had the Grizzled Young Veterans have been the team that conquered MSK. Because mm. I, th- I think they deserve the title reign, to be honest. They've been really good in, in NXT since coming over from UK- the UK. So I do feel bad that they haven't gotten a reign. Maybe... Imperium's just going to be like a, a transition t- champion and we get eventually the Grizzle Young Veterans as champions. Or we end up with Walter actually moving to the UK and we end up with Tomasa Champa versus Walter <laughs> for the uh, NXT championship. Yeah, it's it's entirely possible. It's really hard to tell where uh, NXT is just going to go at this moment. As you know, we keep talking about this relaunch period where everything's so up in the air. Um we could go 50 different ways uh but main event wise which we'll just talk about quickly it seems as though there's one way that we're not going to be going yeah which is fine because i think we all knew that uh it wasn't time for Braun breaker to win the nxt championship uh but we i thought they think might he do won it. a lot yeah i thought it's po- I, I always I, I was like i have a 30 percent chance of it actually happening and if they go for it, go for it all the way. But yeah, I was definitely thinking Champa was going to retain in some way, shape, or form. I don't know. Didn't know how, but I figured he was going to retain. But from what I've heard, a lot of people really liked the performance of Braun Breaker in this match. The guy looked golden. Um, yes. 
both from a, you know, actually, you know, bronze performance, as you say, like in the ring, what he was able to bring out, the story he was able to tell in the match, um, which there was no better person for him to go up against than Tommaso Ciampa. The guy can, the guy can wrestle with a broom, uh, and make it compelling. But then also, you know, storyline wise, Braun kicked out, uh, of Tommaso's finisher. He wasn't quite able to pick up the win, but it was pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those cases where the, um, the loser was made to shine a million times brighter than the champion that won, who's already a major star. And, and so it, I think it accomplished everything that it wasn't looking to do. And we had that almost eerie, um, re reminiscence of the, when Cena debuted mm-hmm. and he shook the hand of the Undertaker. We had, a, had a, almost a variation of that with after this match, uh, Champa's shaking the hands of Braun Breaker. Yeah, it seemed to be very much like a you've proved yourself kind of thing. Um, and so, honestly, if you if you watched this match and you know, the build-up to it and all the tag matches they had leading up to it and you're not excited to see more out of Braun, I, I don't know what you're watching. You know, this, this guy does have future star written all over his face just because he doesn't have the title around his waist right now. That doesn't mean he isn't going to be one of the biggest stars in NXT in six months from now. Yeah, true. And it's possible in six months from now he's not even in NXT. That's true. He could be on the on the main roster. Um, I would also like to point out that not every NXT star has actually won the NXT t- championship and went and then went on to, to do big things in the main roster. I think. All I have to do is point out one person, Roman Reigns. Yeah. He never, he, he, he did compete on, on the original, uh, when the NXT first, uh, split off as the developmental. And then they came up the shield, became, and was never really in NXT as far as championships, but because Seth was, um, but he's the biggest star in the company now. Hmm. And then you have somebody like Alexa. Who became a huge star, despite the fact she never held a title at all in NXT. It's it's an exciting future for Braun, um, and I look forward to seeing what's in it. The only thing that I'm sad about with Braun is that WWE released Braun Strowman, so we couldn't have the Battle of the Bronze. On that horrible pun, uh, we're going to be going into our entrance theme of the week. Uh, to, to celebrate both of their championship wins on NXT, it will be the theme for Toxic Attraction, uh, Gigi Dolan, JC Jane, and Mandy Rose. And that song will be playing for you right about now. <laughs>
up on Free FM, RFM, and MPR. As always, I'm Grady and he's Josh. That was our NXT Halloween Havoc recap. And now we look forward and over to the main roster, Raw and SmackDown. Uh, we got Survivor Series on the horizon. Uh, but before we get there, there's quite a few storylines kicking off and, and going rampant, but gotta mention the, the title swap, uh, that happened on SmackDown, the season premiere of SmackDown, uh, given Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch came in with the, uh, the wrong championships. Yeah. Uh, definitely, WWE definitely, uh, they hyped this up. Uh, I personally thought it wasn't going, either wasn't going to happen. Or, uh, for multiple reasons, but largely because I thought their personalities wouldn't allow them to, uh, to do it. Uh, and they almost proved that <laughs> true with, with, uh, some of the stuff they pulled during this se- segment. Um, I'm firmly in the camp that this is a huge work. Uh, I'm not taking too much of a side, um, in terms of either one way or the other. Uh, it was a very awkward segment, no matter how you look at it. Um, I, I don't necessarily believe that, you know, titles should just be traded around like that. You know, that's one extra reign for both of those women, but, um, it, it, I guess it had to be done because the, the titles are the wrong color, but I don't know. It just feels weird and cheap and unnecessary, but. But yeah, but let me th- ask you. Was people actually talking about the title swap? Or were they talking about Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair? Yeah. Assuming That's they hold their point. titles until Survivor Series. That was my point. They weren't talking about a meaningless title swap. Like last year. As much as we enjoyed both the New Day and the per- Street Profits reigns and stuff. It was a meaningless title swap. Yes. 100%. And nobody really cared. People cared about these women and what they did which is why i believe it's a work because it was all about getting people to talk about them whether whether it's work or whether it's shoot it did accomplish that goal yeah um so yeah we did end up with the titles getting swapped i figured it would either if that did happen um it would be fine we have still have our uh, avenues that we can go like, with Survivor Series, we could easily have the two champions face each other, and it'd be a title for all thing, and it'd be built into the storyline that was built from this title swap. Uh, so it's it's not a guarantee that this was just, we're flipping the titles. Mm-hmm. Uh, that said, there are a lot of people I'd love to see face Charlotte, for the, and maybe beat her for the title before we get to Survivor Series, but it looks like it's probably going to be Sasha Banks. Yeah, they uh, did push pretty heavily into that following that segment, right? Like, Sasha Banks, Charlotte Flair will be the match. Whether it's at or before uh, Survivor Series, we'll have to wait and see with that. Yeah, and on Raw, we continued the Be- Bianca Belair, uh, Becky Lynch storyline. So- yeah, that storyline kind of just got picked up off of SmackDown and dumped over on Raw. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I'm fine with it. Uh, but yeah, we definitely think we do need to see a little bit more. But they did confirm that it was going to be team Raw versus SmackDown for for sure for the Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think all the matches are going to be Raw versus SmackDown. Personally, if I was going to book 
book it. I wouldn't do champion versus champion as far as the world champion. And okay. I'll think of, um, I would rather have them do raw, just uh, the five on five match, but involve the champions and make them the team captain. Okay. So you have Biggie captaining Team Raw and Roman captaining, captaining Team SmackDown. Obviously, then he's going to pick the Usos to be on his team because that makes sense. It does. Yep. But there, but the last two people, and this is why I want this storyline to be I this way. I know where you're going. I want it to be the New Day. Yeah. I want I want Roman to get in the head of Big E and say, if you want to win this match, you're going to have to beat your friends. You're going to have to actually fight uh, King <laughs> Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston. I was going to use this and, as a segue, but yeah. So you're gonna you're going to have to do that, and Biggie won't like it. But in the end, if he wants to be seen as the leader of Raw, which he should be as the champion, he would have to do it. Mm-hmm. And I think it would be more for building Biggie, building him as something that matters for Raw. Building so that's what I want. I want Raw to win, and I want Biggie to grow from this match. And have to shed completely the new day by beating, actually having to beat them. Because I, what I would want is I would want Roman and the and the two men and the new day be the last, be three on Big E. And and how I put like some kind of stipulation where uh, Woods and Kingston could not lay down for him, or they'd be fired, or something like that. Or even worse, Woods would be stripped of his kingdomship. Something like that. Something that would force them to actually have to fight Big E. Yeah, I think there's there's multiple different ways we could go with Survivor Series. Um, and now, we're going to start building towards that soon as well. Yeah, yeah. I've laid all that out. And it's going to be none of that because it's going to be Big E versus Roman Reigns. Probably. Um, but that, that's seriously what I want to have happen. I Because... We were we're full on with Biggie. Choo, we're on the choo-choo train for Biggie. <laughs> um, and if you're not going to have him beat Roman in Survivor Series, which I don't think if you have a singles match, that's going to happen, you can protect Roman by making it a five-on-five. And you just have Biggie overcome the odds. Yeah. Uh, I, I like your idea. I acknowledge your idea. Um We'll have to we'll have to see what WWE do in the the going forward as they build towards Survivor Series because I believe at the moment we don't have anything uh, booked in or solid really for that just yet. Um, but what we do have booked in and totally solid, as you said in your little previous piece, was uh, a brand new King of the Ring, uh, Xavier Woods coming out, and uh, we have ourselves a King Woods. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we do. Uh- it, it was a moment I didn't think was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really believed that they were going to uh, screw over Xavier Woods on this thing that he's always wanted as a vehicle to turn Finn Balor. Because if you were going, if you were going to make Finn heal in on the main roster, the mo- most effective way would be to have him take something from somebody that the fans actually want to get. Sometimes fans- we can have our happy ending, okay? Yeah. Yeah, sometimes we can. That doesn't happen often in WWE. You have to admit that. 
Well, it's happened at least three times as we've got Big E as our current WWE champion, Xavier Woods uh, as our King of the Ring, and previously Kofi Mania. So at least three times we've had our happy ending. Yeah, but we may not have a happy ending for for the New Day because of it. Look, just let people be happy. You keep pitching all of these bad things happening. Just let people be happy. Well, the only reason I say is something is because be, um, Woods has already seemed to starting to get a, a bit of arrogance by being the king. And I could see it completely going to his head. Hmm. We'll, we'll have to see well, what the future holds Plus, for I'd like to remember, remind you that faces that win the king of the ring don't usually stay faces during their reign let us have happy times that's all i'm asking because uh, it won't well, be a happy ha- time you- all right you have happy times in nxt okay i'm not allowed them on the main <laughs> roster i get it i see how it is uh, it's not a happy time for brock lesnar as he's got to go back home now as he's been suspended indefinitely a lot. Uh, well, he took out of Pierce's pants with them. It's true. <laughs> um, I will say this: I don't think I could have uh, done what Adam Pierce did and not uh, reneged on it when when faced with him with the monster that is Brock Lesnar. True. Um, knowing that he's about to kick my butt. <laughs> um. Yeah, uh, I. This is a great way to get rid of Brock for a while, and to further the storyline of just he just barely missed out on winning the championship, and more seeds of doubt with with the whole Paul Heyman stuff. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um, and as we get here towards the end of the show, uh, we're probably going to be running out of time very soon, but there was a large amount of stuff on Raw, um, so I kind of just want to run them down like headline-wise, um, even if we don't have a huge amount of time for them. Um, Seth Rollins wins a, a big main event, earns himself a WWE title shot. Uh, the Dirty Dogs earned themselves a tag team title shot and then failed to get the, get the titles, so RK-Bro still holding them. Uh, Zelina Vega walks out with the Queen's crown uh, and manages to win again on Raw. Uh, Damian Priest getting some new music and a little uh, a little after match beatdown, a little a uh, little angry there uh, with T Bar uh, and Keith Bearcat Lee picking up a win uh, as well, and possibly some hints towards hurt business uh, stuff, but we don't quite know just yet. Uh, as we will check in next week and see where all of those feuds have ended us, because uh, after I ran all of those down, we are out of time. It's been great talking to you. Bye, B. You can visit our Facebook page, Facebook.com forward slash wrestling R&D up, or our Twitter page, Twitter.com forward slash wrestling R&D up, or our YouTube page, YouTube.com forward slash wrestling R&D up, and we will catch you next week. Thanks for listening to this Free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support Free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com/freefm89 to find out more.